Hey guys, before we get started, got another shout out to do. I shouted him out last time. I'll do it again. Tiger Fang Video. You know, it's that mom and pop store over in Japan selling rare import DVDs, cool posters, video games. You know, this guy's just unloading his collection of fine taste curated items. He's trying to get rid of a few things, make a few bucks, help him out. Look him up on Instagram, Tiger Fang Video. Hook a brother up. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Watch us on YouTube. We love hearing from everybody. I love getting posts. I love getting DMs. Slide into our DMs. I don't mind. <laughs> hey, tell us. You're wound up today. I am. I'm excited. We didn't get to talk last week. I've been so busy. I've been up like yeah. fucking armpit tits deep. In a, swimming, in, swimming in water. Yeah, in, a, in a water. Yeah, we're in a, we're in an interesting set. I'll just say that. I probably already said too much. You um, didn't. I didn't. I didn't sign any NDAs. <gasps> oh my god. DM me about those NDAs. You never heard ASAP. About, you never heard about a friend DA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't sign any. I didn't say anything. Oh man. Uh, well, let's get on with the show before people ask too many questions. Ignition sequence start. Six. All right, welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. And Matt, just doing a little what have you been watching. I'm going to throw in a what have you been reading because I read a fucking cool comic book. Can we dive right in, man? Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited because it's usually movies, and I love when you've read something. Well, that 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 is worthy of talking about on the show. So, listen up, everybody. So, first of all, I got to give a shout out to my wife who bought me this comic book. She like it showed up, and I was like, "What?" She's like, "I heard this was a good comic book." What a this keeper. is the Department of Truth. Okay. This is from Image Comics. It's written by James Tinian IV, who has written some Batman. Uh, Mm -hmm. He did Something's Killing the Children. The art is by Martin Simmons, who did Dying is Easy. And I can only describe the art as being kind of like a Dave uh, McKean, like very collage, like painterly Mm. images, very surreal, very twisted. And it is cool. Let Let me just read the little back. I'll read the back. Here we go. Cole Turner has studied conspiracies all his life, from flat earth theory to the assassination of JFK to modern day crisis actors, but he isn't prepared to live in a world where collective belief can turn fringe theories into reality. That is the terrible secret revealed to Cole when he is inducted into the Department of Truth, a top secret branch of the American government that has been tasked for generations with making sure dangerous conspiracies don't gain a foothold in the real world. But as Cole pulls back the curtain on everything he ever accepted as fact, he must ask himself whether this mysterious department is a force of good or if it has a more sinister reason for wanting control of the truth. This is basically like um, Men in Black meets the X-Files. And it's cool. It's X Files cool. in Black. X Files in Black, which X Files was basically Men in Black, but it has sort of that weirdness of Men in Black, but you know the sort of darkness of the X Files. But this dude starts off, and he he works for the FBI, and he follows conspiracy theories. You know, he's the guy who's online making sure that people aren't getting too wackadoo about things. And he's at a flat earth convention. He's like, oh, this is so stupid. Oh, my God. And these people approach him and they're like, we know you're with the FBI. and We know you're watching us. We want to show you something. He's like, okay. So he goes to a back room <laughs> at this party and all these people are like, woo. And it's basically funded by, for all intents and purposes, the Koch brothers, uh, two rich dudes who are just dumping money into right wing politics and fringe theories. And they play a video at this party and it's the moon landing he's like okay but then all of a sudden the camera pans and there's a guy holding a boom pole just like standing off the stage and it's like oh the moon landing's faked and he's like oh my god my stomach just dropped out because i know that's not true but here i am looking at the proof and then they're like that's not all that was the appetizer hop in this plane and get in the plane and they fly to the edge of the earth and there's like a wall because the earth is now flat and he's like what what and they get off the plane and they're like we're gonna hike up the side on the edge of the earth and this woman shows up with a machine gun and kills everybody but him and she's like i'm taking in from the fbi i'm from the department of truth and they bring him in and it's like they're basically look 
everything you saw was fake. It's not real. But to them, it's so real, it's actually starting to become real. And if you get enough people to believe in something, it actually begins to manifest. And there were enough people all riled up about the flat earth that they were manifesting its existence. And we have to stop them before they do it. So we assassinate them. And he's like, uh? and they're like, okay, so we're going to like get in on these conspiracy theories and they get into some wild shit, man. Like it turns out that this guy got into the FBI because as a child, he got wrapped up in the satanic panic of the eighties, which for those of you who don't know in the eighties, everybody went bonkers for Satan. They're like, there's satanic pedophiles everywhere. And the weirdest thing about it is they talked so much about it that they got kids to admit to it. They're like, yeah. I remember my teacher <laughs> yeah. and my mom and dad, and they took me out in the woods and fed me a baby. That's like a hundred percent the truth of what these kids said. And people were like, damn, that's proof. And people were like, no, those are kids. And they're saying what you want them to say because you've kept them in a room and asked them a million questions and they just want to go home and have a snack. So when you're like, did your parents feed you a baby, baby snack? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's like, oh my God. So the time I saw Satan in the woods and they're like, yeah, it might be real. We don't know. <laughs> and at the, at the end, he meets, he meets his boss, who's the head of the Department of Truth. He's like, hi, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Lee Harvey Oswald. And I was like, whoa, fucking cool. It is such a cool book. It's real fucking dark. And it doesn't even shy away from the shit that's happening now. It's straight up like, we're getting right to QAnon. We're getting right to Pizzagate and shit. Like, we are diving right into, like, affronting that. And I was like, that is ballsy ass book it is so good is it a do you know if it's a limited series which means it ends at a certain point or is it an ongoing series so like you have a trade right that was a trade yep, that's a trade so is that that's the first couple issues but it continues still yes it's an ongoing series currently and i hate ongoing series i normally refuse to read them until it's collected into something that i can actually collect i don't like mm. doing single issues because it just it's like okay it's never going to end but I feel like this is cool enough that I'm going to keep buying trades and see what happens. Well, it'll be interesting because I think that's one of those things that's like really cool right now. But like if this turns into like a three or four year series and they start running out of ideas, like he's going to have to start investigating like, is it Berenstein or Bernstein bears? <laughs> and like that'll start to be the type the of Berenstein conspiracy bears. and mysteries he's got to look into. And it's like, <laughs> is Nelson Mandela dead or alive? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Do you like conspiracy theories, Rumi? Do you, do you get into those at all? I never gave him much thought. I think it's like, like I like, I guess if I was going to think about it, I like the idea of it. Like I like the idea that so many people either with or without proof can believe in something even though it is essentially to be a conspiracy thing it's it's probably contrary to popular belief right um i think that's pretty interesting i think it's interesting that there's stuff you know like jfk assassination there is plenty of other stuff that doesn't fit with the presentation that we're being told right, right. like okay the all these things make sense but this one or two things flatly does not fit so yeah. you're like, I don't know what the real truth is, but then there's a whole nother truth that pops up. And you're like, okay, that's an interesting idea. Here's the wild thing about all this. I used to be way into conspiracy. Not, not like believing. I, d I don't believe. I'm a very much a skeptic and I, I just want to like see what people are thinking. No babies for me, thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had regular peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> in my school. Thank you very much. After my parents took me in the woods for Satan stuff, we had PB&J. PB&J. <laughs> We were a regular satanic cult. We weren't one of those baby-eating cults. Jesus. Well, like, so I like it. Like, Area 51. I was way into Area 51. But here's the truth about Area 51. A fucking experimental aircraft crashed. A bunch of people, like, the, the two pilots on board died. Some farmers found it. And when the FBI showed up, and was like, um... This is really embarrassing, but... And the farmer, before they could even say anything, the farmer's like, it's in an MM aliens, ain't it? And they're like... Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. You just did our job for us. We didn't even have to tell you that this was an experimental aircraft that you shouldn't be seeing. You were like aliens, right? And all they had to say was like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You go ahead and think that. And then three days later, they had to come back and be like, um, remember when we told you that it was aliens? It's pretty unprofessional. It wasn't aliens. It was swamp gas off Venus. 
They should just let him think it was aliens, because now that that's like the original, like conspiracy, cons- uh, the one of the original conspiracy theories. It, it was just an experimental aircraft. He saw dead bodies, and he was like, "Aliens," and they're like, "Cool, you run with that." I ain't never been to no medical school, but I know those are aliens. But what started turning me off to conspiracy theories was when people started. You're like, wow, wow. It's one thing when it's like, okay, I can understand that people want to believe this, but when people like the earth is flat um <laughs> no, no it's not there's like a lot of proof about that one uh give me a laser pointer and some rulers and we could do an experiment that i learned from like bill nye that shows <laughs> yeah. why the earth is round um i'm pretty sure if we googled hard enough nasa has a live stream of the round earth at all times <laughs> from a satellite in space nope oh that's they're in on it they're in on it sorry but like that that blows my mind i love the moon landing here's the moon landing one people think that stanley kubrick filmed the moon landing and nasa gave him the lenses they used to film it so that he could do barry linden which was pretty much completely done with all natural light like lit by candlelight you can only do that with like nasa lenses and it's true nasa lent him some dope ass lenses that go on satellites and like on mar- rovers and shit. But he didn't film the moon landing. People went, there's people who have been there multiple times. And like, yeah, it's a place. I've been there. I put my feet on it. It's so fucking insulting <laughs> to the people who have done that to be like, no, that's fake. And here's the, here's their proof. Doctored images. They're like, here's the image they showed you. Here's the real image. And you look at it and you're like, yeah, NASA doctored that image. They painted out some equipment because they were in a like arms race with Russia to get to the moon and they didn't want anybody seeing how they did it. But what you're showing isn't proof that it didn't happen. It's just proof that they doctored images. Yeah, what else could they have doctored? Probably a ton of shit, but they still <laughs> went there. But they don't want it like, oh my God, there are so many times like we, you, like I doctor images on set because we don't want people to see how we did something or we don't want to see it before it's finished. You don't want to see actors without their makeup on. You doctor it all the time. Doesn't mean they're aliens. It doesn't mean they're not. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. It's true. But like, I feel like conspiracy theories and especially in the past year have gotten so out of hand and stupid too. like the dumb conspiracy theories. I'd at least want to like, believe in a conspiracy theory is like maybe there were two shooters at the jfk thing that's way more plausible than the secret sex basement inside a pizza parlor that only has one floor i think it's interesting because you said lately and i think that's a big part of it right number one i think that we as a society want to argue and we want to be right and i think that there are a lot of people who are just being like Red is blue from now on. I've decided that and I will fight you for it. Yeah. And I think people are just digging in their heels over stupid shit like JFK. He was a president that a lot of people liked. He was murdered. That doesn't happen a lot. And the situation around the murder kind of weird looking when you look at it from certain angles. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's debate about that. But then it starts to be like these things like the flat earth is a good one because as fi- and I haven't done a ton of research. I'll say that right up. But I know there's a lot of scientific proof that really makes it seem like there's no other argument. It is round. For centuries, we've known that. Now, I think a lot of people are just ready to throw down to throw down. And it also, I think, societally, it's kind of fun to be a part of something. It's kind of fun to believe in something, especially if you're the underdog and especially if you think you're breaking the rules and like, pushing back and fighting the man. So when you're like, fuck you, science, fuck you, established science for the last 400, 500 years, I don't think what you're saying is right. The other thing too, I think, and this works both ways, is the amount of, let's say evidence or proof, like there's so many ways to dissect things now, both sides. And there's very easy, I'm going to say easy, but there's, let's say there's more ways to fabricate both truth and untruth. Yeah. And it's way easier to access both of those. So it's way easier to believe or dis- disbelieve either side of it. So I think it's a lot easier. I think even when you and I were kids, right, before the internet was a thing, a lot of this would be a lot harder to, you know what I mean? Like if you and I were on the playground debating about whether the earth was flat, what would be our sources? 
we'd only have so many things we could bring up. But that's now, the thing. Our sources would be verified, bona fide, put in a library. <laughs> like the, if I went to a library and I had to look it up, there are more books. I feel like I'd have more access to books that are like, here's the science behind this right. than I would to crackpot books. But like you said, because of technology, now anybody can fucking write a book and put it out. So even but like, I don't even what, think these people are really reading books. I think these people are reading, listening to podcasts, looking at threads, and it's yeah. just people spouting this. I don't think it's anyone like, here's the research that I've done, flawed though it might be. Yeah. I think it's just like, I think it's flat. I think it's flat too. I also think it's flat. I think it's flat because of this. And like, well, those four people thought it was flat. Yeah. You know, or whatever the argument is. And because of social media, I never have to talk to another person who disagrees with me. Like, yeah, I oh, can surround sure. myself at all times. And also, unless like, you want to fight, unless, unless you want to argue about it, you're making that point. Also, like on a video, people are like, look, the doctor, this scientist said it was flat. I'm like, anybody can have a little Chiron pop up that's like, Dr. Aaron, professional <laughs> doctor who doctors yeah. about Earth and doctor stuff. He says, you know, like anybody can put edit a video to say anything and be like, we're official, we're real, we're doctors. And yeah. it's like, that's that's wild to me. And that's really scary because smart people are getting suckered into it. And that's that's the scariest thing. That's like Night of the Liv why Night of the Living Dead is scary. People who you loved and thought were smart are now zombies and wrapped up into it like literally wrapped up into something the that you're like earth is flat. oh my god we had i hope they don't listen they probably don't no they don't listen we had some friends <laughs> who are like you know dinosaurs are just like four thousand year old big lizards right and like the pope's lying to you like some shit like that like like the earth was actually created in seven days like biblical literalists mm -hmm. he was like I, I think he went to college with my dad my dad was like you went to college and they're like, yeah, yeah, but dinosaurs aren't real. They're just like big lizards. And my dad was like, you went to college with me. And they were like, yeah, but you know, the evidence, he's like, we've done carbon dating experiment. Like we, we did this in school. Yeah. Well, that can be falsified. Just like watching his logical brain. My dad, my dad is an engineer. Yeah. Like his logic is so like, that's what he relies on. His logic is so, such a part of his identity to watch that breakdown to like how somebody could just disavow logic for something so completely bonkers. It was unbelievable. It's unbelievable. We never talked to him again as well. I love the idea of like conspiring or thinking there's a conspiracy theory about something that like really does not matter. Like take dinosaurs. I understand that dinosaurs and I guess what you're starting to say, what your friend was saying, if you start to like, use dinosaurs to disprove certain parts of religion in the Bible, then you start to be like, okay, I understand why you'd want to disprove dinosaurs because you don't want the dinosaurs to disprove your, your creation. I won't even say myth creation story, but like, first of all, can't they both be true? Second of all, I mean, maybe it's that I'm not super religious. You went like, to college Rumi. You went to college with me. <laughs> creation myth. It's a story written in a book at like four pages. I just don't understand why you can't have both or like, why do you care what I think? Like, let me yeah. let let's just say I think dinosaurs are dinosaurs, and you know dinosaurs are fake. Let me just go to hell, like believing sure. in my dinosaur. Sure, I, I sure absolutely. I, I'll tell you why you can't have both, because idiocy is disease, and when it starts to spread, <laughs> it takes hold hard, and you have yeah, to stop does. that shit. You have to stop that shit. You can't let people have both. You maybe it's not your job to fight somebody on it. You can let somebody. Do like it's not your job to control somebody's thought, but like when somebody says some weird shit, I feel like it is my job to be like, no, that's not the case. We don't have to discuss it. We should probably stop talking about it. <laughs> but that's not true. Like, <laughs> I think that is your job. It is your job to speak up. It's your job to speak up when 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 bad things are happening. That's you know like Spider Man shit. I don't feel like Spider Man was ever like, guys. Ugh, okay, I've said this. 10 times today and fought the rhino, but the earth is round. <laughs> I was going to say, we should talk to Zeb Wells or somebody that we know. Cause it's like, how awesome if you took a mainstream Marvel character and threw in something like that, like Spider-Man is a flat earther. You know what I mean? Oh like my God, he's yeah. like, guys, I know that I'm a scientist and I know that there's a lot of evidence to the contrary, but I'm pretty sure the earth is flat. It's wild, man. It's wild. <laughs> and, and like reading this book, it gets you all like tingly and paranoid about all sorts of shit. And I, and I love that about it. It's a little too real, which is really scary. Um, but it's, 
and, and it crosses some lines, which I also do you know I, where that book came from though, like right where the where the idea the first idea came from? No. What was the 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 um the writer's name is the same name as like the blockade runner in a new hope, Tantin Five or something? What's his Tinny, name? T- James Tinian? <laughs> yeah. The fourth, right? Yeah. He was doing some research and he found a lot of people already believed that he had written that book. And then suddenly it was on the shelf. So like enough people believe that he wrote it and it made it true. They willed it into existence. He would tell you that is exactly how this happened. But like, <laughs> I mean like Bigfoot, like that's a, that's one that doesn't matter. Like, okay, there's a big ape monster that we don't know about walking around the woods. Who cares? Okay. If you find him, holy shit. One thing we didn't know about for years. <laughs> okay. Like Bigfoot's one of the ones like people hunting Bigfoot, like, have fun hiking I hope, through the woods. I hope, hope it's real. I find yeah. it hard to believe that we would not have found more concrete proof yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the ocean is one thing because the ocean is fucking super deep and we can't get there. Like we yeah. can't get to certain parts of it yet. So it yeah. doesn't surprise me that we still find shit down there that we didn't know about. But sure. like we know most of the the topical earth, like, you know, the terrain earth. Yeah. We've shot enough things earth. in our time. Yeah. If somebody hasn't <laughs> had at least one Sasquatch head mounted on a wall, like what? Or like we haven't found Sasquatch scat. We haven't found a completely believable footprint. Oh. You know what I mean? We haven't found Rumi. a dead body or a skeleton. Google Sasquatch scat and come back to me about that. <laughs> There's people who have piles of shit that they're like proof, proof. And you're like, <laughs> proof. wait, you found some poop in the woods and you're being like, this? Where'd you get that? Where'd the you get- end of the earth. It was right at the edge before it stops. Before it stopped, I had to be careful because I didn't want to fall into space. I fall right off. <laughs> Scooped up that poop. Um, but like this month, the CIA is releasing this big like reveal about UFOs. And basically they're like, yeah, we've seen some flying shit that we can't explain, which is wild. And I think I think people are going to go nuts for it. And that's like that's like it's the worst time for that to happen because people like to use this like like I said about the the moon landing. Doctored pictures is proof of a conspiracy. No, doctored pictures is proof of doctored pictures. The fact that right. the CIA has seen some flying shit that they can't explain is proof of oh that must mean all the other crazy bullshit is real. No, no, no. That just means that this is real. It doesn't mean that there's, it doesn't even mean that there's aliens. And I even believe in aliens. It doesn't mean that they're aliens. A UFO just can be something that you don't understand. It can be something you don't, haven't seen before. It can be technology from a different country that they're not letting on to that we have. Maybe it is aliens, but at the end of the day, the most, I, I think all these things, the most obvious answer ends up being what it is. The Roswell crash. It was an airplane that crashed. That's the most obvious answer. The JFK thing. Oswald shot him, but when you start like looking into that and why, a lot of fingers start pointing back at the CIA, the FBI, the Russians, and nobody wanted that, so that it's very easy to just be like, no, no, let's stop looking into that and just let's just leave it at that one guy. Sure. <laughs> but that's the most obvious answer. It's usually the truth. I believe there's like a, a, a term for that. Sokum's razor or something, you know, the most obvious answer is usually the one that if it you is. believe it hard enough, you'll make it true. <sighs> I'm interested in the book. The book sounds good. It's a great book. Everybody should read it, but don't start believing in that shit. It's not real. I got a much, a much more on the nose on the level book that I've read now, like twice in the last couple of weeks. Cause I bought a ton of art from it. So, yeah. and we, we've touched on this before, but the uh, I read a book as a kid called Aliens Genocide. It was just a four issue mini Dark Horse when Dark Horse was just fucking doing Aliens Predator Terminator like nobody's business, and I loved it so much. Yeah, dude. Um, I think John Eric Hootie wrote it, who also wrote The Mask, which is also awesome. If you ever did, you ever read the comic The Mask? The original Mask. Yeah, I yes. have a trade of it. Um, that like a collection of it, and it's bonkers, bonkers. and so violent and so Ridiculous dark. Like, and he's just killing cops and everybody. It's like the movie, but rated a hard R. And it's great. Yeah. It's so fucking, it's, it's great. And the, the Doug Monk, Mank does the, um, or Monkey, Mankey, he does the art. The art's fun. But he, this guy, John Aracuti, wrote um, Aliens Genocide. And the idea is, and this, this, I don't remember which story said it first, but the idea is that there's alien jelly queen jelly royal jelly in the eggs and in her sack 
that essentially is like a drug, a wonder drug. It does all these different things. So if you get this drug, you know, these pharmaceutical companies start to make it. And I believe they're on this point because at some point the aliens take over the earth, but then we leave, we come back, whatever. So now we're back on earth and we're running out of this royal jelly and this company wants to do an exposition back to the alien homeworld to get it. And when they get there, they realize that there's two different alien factions having a huge war. And it's awesome. And I remember this being so cool as a kid. And I fucking loved it. It's red aliens and green aliens yeah. and fighting each other just and ripping body parts apart. Um, this royal jelly makes you go berserk, like super, super steroids. And like the book opens... I believe it's the first issue opens at like the Olympics our Olympic trials. And this sprinter takes some of this Royal jelly and he runs so fast. He runs right off the track into the stands, like just splats against the stands. And I remember thinking this is so fucking cool. The army wants to use the jelly to make super soldiers and they do a test. And there's a super soldier ripping people apart, punching through people. It's just violent for the sake of violence. I loved it. So this is one of those stories that like, I loved as a kid I have very vivid visuals in my mind and my memory from this book, but it's one of those books that I've, it's four issues. I've never seen any art of it other than these one dealers that are very notorious to work with and they don't even have that great of pages. So I never saw any other pages. Finally, a couple were on an auction site a couple weeks ago. They weren't great, but a couple of them had, one of them had like a briefing room and in the briefing room, they have a big like slide of a guy shooting a ton of aliens. So it looks cool, even though it's like in the context of the page, yeah. they're looking at a picture of that. But still there was another page of that army guy who's eating the jelly, killing these soldiers and punching through them. He's hitting one soldier by holding another soldier's leg and he's whipping them with the soldier. Um, and I bought a sample page that the guy did with an alien on it. And it was a really cool shot of the alien. And I got all three pages for like 150 bucks, which is like, a, I was so psyched. And then the page that I got, that's a sample page. And I'll, we'll post these on social media. The, the picture I got that's a sample page, another guy on a website that shows the art that I collect had a very similar picture of what I had, but it was different. And I wrote to him, I said, hey, where'd you get that? How'd you know, I just got the sample page. He was friends with the, with the artist at the time and the artist gave him that. And he's like, I have another half page somewhere. If you want it, I'll sell it to you because I don't really care. And it's in a drawer. And it's a page of this guy with a gun on a mountain of aliens, just shooting an alien, blowing his head up as the other aliens pull him down. It's great. It's a great shot. And I would have paid five times what I paid for the pages for this. He sold it to me for $50. It was weird because it was a page that he cut in half and he didn't even do a great job cutting it in half. There was like a little bit of the other panels, the top panels on it, but it was like three panels of this warrior shooting aliens and this one beautiful um, panel of him standing on a bunch of aliens that are climbing, like scrambling up to get him. Beautiful page. I would have killed for it. $50. So like in the last, I don't know, month, I spent like roughly 200 bucks and got four pretty cool examples from this series. I'm like psyched about it because this is the alien series that I read a lot as a kid. Pages never cost that little, by the way. Like people who think No, you know, especially like, for that. Like yeah. nobody else is looking for it. You know what I mean? Which is funny. I actually found our buddy Steve, the guy who does um uh Monster Matador, he actually bid against me uh on some of the other pages. He's like, I didn't realize you were bidding. He's like I thought about it after the fact. But still the the most expensive page was eighty bucks. So I thought I might sell him one. I just got those pages in the mail yesterday and I'm like, uh, they're kind of cool and it doesn't kill me to have four of them. I just, like, found the one. I just like, found it. I just found the page one? of the guy shoot. I found it. It's, it's got like this like female general and a guy in a purple suit and they're all at this boardroom and it's a screen and a guy shooting a bunch of aliens. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just found yeah. that page. And that was $80 and I looked at it. He was like, and I was ready to pay like 250 for that one just because I wanted that. I wanted something good from that series for my collection. And then this other guy was like, oh, I have this half page. I was like, yeah, let me see it. And it was like, oh, that's even better than those. But I'm so happy to get them. But that being said, I read the story and the story is fine. It's violent. There's a lot of alien on alien violence. And there's, there's a an alien playing a saxophone. That's at the end. Well, they throw a saxophone at an alien in a last ditch attempt. And at the end, he just takes the set. At the end, the alien's cuddling with the saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It, the art is pretty cool. It's a little cartoony. It's not very realistic, but it's 
It's fun. It's not like Kelly Jones did a bitch in alien story that I may or may not be trying to trade a, a piece of art for, but, um, his I, I, aliens are like scary. It's a dark story. Yeah. This is just kind of like cartoony violence. But um, I will say the aliens in this and the composition of these pages is incredible. The people are a little cartoony. I will give you that. But like looking at the so. aliens, the aliens are fairly detailed and the violence has good detail and, to it. And if you look at those pages, a lot of those pages are, you know, 50 aliens fighting each other on a double panel spread or a double yeah. page spread. And it's like, he drew all those. And a lot of those spreads are, are still detailed. They're still pretty good. Violence, ripping arms and ripping legs off, eating each other. Super, super fun. Then I reread the story and the story's like, it's one of those stories where there's four issues and somewhere between issue three and issue four, a shit ton of stuff happens that you just have to accept. You're like, oh, this guy who is only out there for greed now is the hero of the story. And you're like, what? Like that doesn't, that's a little quick turnaround, but you're like, okay, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, love it though. I love it. And it has, it has a Dave for Dave Dorman. Oh uh, no, Arthur Sudam covers. And we know Arthur Sudam is the zombie King. Yeah. I have the uh, Batman versus predator painting of his. He has one of the best alien covers is the first cover of this series yep. is just the alien looking straight down with bloody fangs. It's a, bitching cover i guarantee if you're into aliens comics if you don't know this one you've seen this image the big picture of the green ones fighting the red ones it i'm looking at a picture of it now one of his covers and it says it had been stolen from him somebody Arthur stole Sudem? it yeah stole it from his studios that's interesting and i know that cover i think that was issue four and it mm -hmm. came with a poster of it inside mm -hmm. so it was like i think it was a wraparound cover and it was a poster of it his shit is so friggin' good. And I just recently pulled out my Batman vs. Predator cover and looked at it again in detail, like closely. So good. Dude. It's gorgeous. It's, I'm looking I mean, at some so of these cool. pages. Here's one here where it shows this drop ship coming down. It's like shooting into the battlefield of aliens. aliens and like, yeah. it's like a lot of it's done in silhouette and like pretty simple. But the fact, like, when we were talking to some comic artists and they're saying like to draw hundreds of people on a page, and to even mm. not have it turn sloppy is so hard. And just this image of thousands of little xenomorphs. And it's like, yeah, they, they're basically stick figures, but you know what's happening and you can see it happening. And it, even though the, that this is a big spread page that, that you know, it, its purpose isn't to be detailed. It's just to show the scope. I'm still really impressed that I can tell that it's yeah. thousands of people in battle of of xenomorphs and in battle. the page that i said that i just got for 80 bucks that you just looked at how many aliens are on that page 20 25 yeah. yeah and there's a lot of pages like that so imagine and i would think drawing a normal human person would be a lot quicker and simpler than drawing a xenomorph that looks like you know they, these are the aliens and the aliens look more like the soldier aliens from aliens as opposed yeah. to the domed alien from alien so yeah, there's a lot like of details and, a lot yeah. of hoses and yeah ridges and holes very geigeresque obviously you know, that's, I think that's gotta be tough to draw, but, um, it's funny, man. You know, you know, me, Rumi from living with me, I'm super particular about where I look at a comic book, like in the house, I won't look at it in certain places and certain lights. I won't put it on a table. So it's gotta be like the right shit, you know? So I got these, these pages came in the mail yesterday, but I was running around with the baby and Amanda and I didn't have time. Like I want to open my pages and sit down at a table and look at them. I didn't get to do that till last night at like 11 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And when I finally opened the art and I only looked at it quick, I didn't really take them out of the sleeves and really examine them. But just looking at them for a second, I was like, oh, sorry, Steve. I don't think I'm going to give any. I was going to sell him one of those ones I got from the auction because I got that half page that yeah. really scratched the, the overall itch. But I looked at the other ones. I was like, I don't know, man, for 150 bucks, I don't know that I need to sell any of these. Maybe the sample page. Sample page is cool because the alien has huge tubes on the back like you know that the, the the tubes near its back like yeah. where its shoulder blades they're huge That's i haven't cool. posted them online yet but i'll put before this episode airs i'll post at yeah. least on our social media i'll post, post it them. on our social media for sure and something is cool because like of this comic i mean it, there's so many alien miniseries predator miniseries that it can get kind of obscure but NECA made the red aliens and yes. made the red queen alien and it is yes. cool because it has like these like tentacle pincher things at the front of its face yeah it was it had a design. different carapace the the, the head the head piece of the of it was different yeah. which i thought was a cool idea and again when you think about NECA, right 
I'm just going to cast the same exact predator in clear plastic. Yep. I'm just going to cast the same exact alien in red plastic, but it's good. And because of this, I always do this. I was looking for the, it, there's a red and black uh, two pack that I was mm-hmm. looking for, but it's like 60 to a hundred bucks. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, that's a little expensive. I know like in my mansion, when I have my mansion and I frame these pages, then I'll put that next to it. But until I have the mansion, I don't really need it, I guess. If they sold me a pred- uh, an alien, if they sold me a xenomorph cuddling a saxophone, I'd buy that immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I think in, in the last like issue three or issue four, there's this guy who's been trying to play a saxophone the whole story. He gets killed and his friend takes a saxophone and is like sitting like, you know, depressed about it sitting with the saxophone and then the aliens storm the place and as the as the ship starts to leave there's an alien and the guy throws the saxophone he's like i don't know how to play it anyway and he throws it and it hits the alien and knocks them both off and then the last page of the last the last panel i think of the whole series is the alien on the home planet just cuddling the saxophone <sighs> see i will say this about what dark horse did with the aliens versus predator they did better work than any of the movies ever did following like the originals like they did better work than fucking prometheus did like oh fuck yeah, yeah that shit like oh my god alien versus predator the comic book is a masterpiece of Genius, sci-fi right? action it is yeah. so fucking good because it nailed what was supposed to happen uh machiko as a character she's this uh, so if you guys haven't read it you buy the alien versus predator oh my omnibus. god <laughs> yeah. just buy the buy the omnibus get the big ass book pay the 75 dollars. get the big ass book and read that shit because it's so good here's this chick she shows up and she's now in charge of like this space farm like space cattle ranchers and these space cattle look like i don't know they look like rhinos with like big horns and they're weird looking mm. and she's like this big corporate lady and she does not know how to handle these space rednecks and they don't trust her because she's a woman and she has a to japanese like, woman a japanese, japanese woman and she has to t- yeah she has to toughen up and what they don't realize is happening out in the the badlands of this planet is this predator ship has crashed and the predators every now and then will will drop alien eggs on a planet and then let the aliens like spread a little bit and then come down hunt them for fun that's like the deal that's predators predators have figured out it's a like way one of to their like, main challenges it's yeah. like one of the biggest rites of passages to hunt aliens hunt aliens so they will purposefully populate a planet with them but mm-hmm. they fuck up they crash and they're stranded there and the aliens are going amok. They, they've lost control of it. And so while the space ranchers are getting fucked up by aliens, the predators show up and start just no holds barred killing people. Well, it's even aliens. more nuanced than that because they land and during a ceremony, a human accidentally discovers them at their ship. Yeah. He freaks out on a hover bike. The hover bike crashes into their ship and explodes. Right. And... It was a hunting party of one elder or two elder predators and all young blood predators. So they're like teenage, you know, new to the sport, not really with it. And when the human crashes, they go to war with the humans. Yep. So they are. They're killing like they're killing everybody. and they're killing yeah. they're killing humans like for the hunt of it. But yep. that was not what they were supposed to do. Meanwhile, one of the elder predators who came down with them, he's injured in this crash. The humans take him and, you know, have him for observation and try to make him, you know, repair him. Yeah. He gets wise to what's going on and is like, fuck, my kids are out of control. And he's like, fuck this. So he starts killing predators that are breaking the predator code. So now he is allied. Yeah. Yeah. He's now like this, 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 this not elder, but an older warrior predator is now siding with the humans against some predators who are gone rogue, as well as an alienist infestation. And it is the best way to say it's the same thing with Batman versus predator. It's one of those books. It is exactly what you want it to be, right? There is nothing there that you don't want it. Like when they made the movie, uh, aliens versus predator, that's what I wanted. And they ruined, they, they missed the mark so hard. The transformation of Machiko from being this like stuffy businesswoman to this badass warrior. So badass to the point that the broken tusk, the predator, the elder predator is like, you have the right to be part of my clan. And yeah, at the end, blooded. she basically does the fucking uh, 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 close encounters of the third kind. And when the predators show up and they're like, what the fuck happened here? She's like, take me with you. And they're like, 
Well, she has the mark. He leaves a mark on her. Yeah, he it says that, her. Yeah, he like he 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 takes a queen alien finger and burns alien finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then burns a fucking Harry Potter scar on her face. And they see that and they're like, <laughs> "All right, come show us your stuff." Broken, yeah, broken yeah. test says you're cool. Yeah. So so the then you know the, a couple stories bounce around before they come back to her, but we see her holding her own in space against predators. Which is yeah, bad. Which is a pretty cool. And the sequels are never as good as the original one was, but there are a couple of cool stories, including one featuring her. Yep. But yeah, that was Dark Horse was good at those. And there was some good there was some like there's a shit ton of predator stories that I've tried now as an adult I've tried to get through and I just can't. But there are so many that I fucking love. They're just the ones, I can devour yeah, them. The three devour. issue four issue the short yeah, ones limited series the single issue one predator strange rue where like this this uh caging guy's looking for the an alligator to put in his stew i need some for my gumbo mr gullywomp <laughs> and he thinks he's fighting some like swamp bigfoot thing and it's literally this like old cantankerous old cajun man setting traps in the bayou and predators got to fight this guy and alligators and snapping turtles and like whatever else he's running into it's and at the end it's just great because it's this dude like I think he gets his hand cut off or his arm broken real bad and it's just him with this giant pot and the predator's head floating in and he's like you gonna taste real good Mr. Golly Womp I was like that's fucking cool <laughs> so cool I love my favorite two Predator series are uh, Predator Cold War fucking which great. is a sequel yeah. it's a, that's the, the second big Dark Horse Predator story it's a sequel to their first Concrete Jungle and that's like a Predator's crash in the Arctic and they just they're pissed and they just start killing people, not hunting, just killing. And it's beautiful art by Ron Randall, who we've had on the show, I think once, if not multiple times. He was a big artist that's done a ton of stuff. And it was just such a cool predator concept. They were pissed. They were just setting traps to kill. And it was Russian soldiers trying to kill the predators. And it's just exactly the movie you want to see. That one and then Bloody Sands of Time, which I also recently got some artwork from, finally. And... It's just, it's Predators in World War One. It's a two-issue miniseries, and it is exactly what you want to see. It's a retrospective of people of, you know, the 90s, but today, looking back at these old journals about these people talking about ghosts in the field of World War One, and you're like, what a great idea. Yeah. And you didn't try to make it, you know, a four-hour movie out of it. You made it a two-issue series. It's perfect. And it's... It's just perfect, and what a, you you can see the, pred, the predators are doing that. You could see them doing that. You know what I mean? Well, and that's the thing, and this is where the movies constantly get it wrong. I mean, even even like the ones that were pretty like Predators um, was okay. It, I, that yeah. wasn't bad. I mean, I, that, it was that a was good actually, idea, but like, who cares? I think that's one of the better installments because at least it's doing something that felt true to the Predators. Yeah. Uh, um, but like Predator Two was good, but then after that, it's like. Look at all this great material that you could be referencing and pulling yeah. stories from. There should be way more Predator movies, man. It's a dope suit and a guy doing badass shit, but he's invisible most of the time, so you can get away with so much. <laughs> they don't have to be wild, but like Predator Sands of Time as like a miniseries would be incredible. I would love it if HBO Max or somebody like that was like, okay, we're going to do a Predator anthology series where sometimes you get three episodes of a story. Sometimes it's one episode of a story. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we're going to do a big arc and it's like a movie, but like just Predator stuff, Predator content, nonstop, whatever you want, Predator. I'm like, that's awesome. That's so awesome. And you really, I think that, and some of the comics do this well, some of the comics don't do this well, but you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just take the Predator mythos, what we already know and like, and put it in a different story. Does it work in Vietnam? Yes. Does it work in World War One? Yes. Does it work in the jungle? Yes. Does it work yeah. in a city? Yes. Yeah. That's all you need to do. You don't need to say, well, what if there was another Predator who is bigger? No, you don't. Nope, 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 nope. You don't need to make a super Predator. Splicing you don't need to make a Predator DNA. with a different face. Nope, nope, nope. You don't need to do that. You can, but you don't need to do that. Magic Just put a predator. children. <laughs> You don't need to do that, you know, and like <sighs> Predators was good and I was okay. I was pretty much, it was fine, but I was okay with it until that Predator took his mask off at the end and he was like a different Predator. <sighs> I mean, I guess points for doing what you wanted to do and doing something different, but you don't need that. There's no reason that you couldn't just have a rogue band of Predators who captured another Predator for sport. You don't need to make it a different well, race of Predators. I don't care about that. Here's a perfect example of that. When people write songs, they don't reinvent the guitar every time. 
Think of the Predator <laughs> as the guitar. Write songs with it. Write sure. new songs with it. Write different songs with it. But the guitar stays the same. Nobody's reinventing the guitar to write to, to make a song. People keep trying to like Prometheus reinvented the alien to tell a story. Right. You didn't need to reinvent the alien. The alien was fine. Take that and tell your story. You want to tell a haunted house story where people think a house is haunted? Bunch of meddling kids show up. Turns out it's a predator. Boom! I just wrote you a Predator movie. <laughs> Scooby-Doo versus Predator. It's the same fucking thing, but he doesn't need to be magical. He doesn't need wings. He doesn't need, like, some new gadgets? Fine, play with the gadgets. But at the end of the day, the formula worked, and people kept wanting to be like, I want to put my mark on right. what that Predator, like, his magic powers. Now he's a psychic. No, stop it. Just, like... I, play with his costume i've seen cool costume predators but like i don't need you to reinvent it and that's the thing it's like like i said it's a guitar the guitar stays the same yeah make the song you want i just watched predator 2 like last week it's and great. it is perfect because it yeah. is predator 1 in the city yeah he's got new gadgets it's clearly a different predator like when you look at them when you look at them side by side their design is different their armor is different their helmets are different the faces are different the weapons are obviously different and oh. it's a different setting but it's the same move. It's the same idea. You're right. The, like they the, kept the guitar the same and they changed the, 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 the song, different song. And the ending left such an unpromised thing where he goes into the trophy room and he sees all the things that the predators have collected as trophies. There's mm -hmm. like a pirate flintlock. I want a predator pirate movie. Show me predators and pirates. There's a book about that. There's yeah. a book about that. They've done it in um, the comics, but that's what I'm saying is the comics have yeah. nailed it. The comics nailed it. There's so much good Predator comics. And same same thing with like Pinhead, same thing with Aliens, same thing with Terminators. They've done so many good things in the comics. And I feel like people just ignore them and don't give them a fair shake. And then like when they're like, man, how do we come up with a new Predator story? This is going to be so daunting. I got it. What if we have this genius autistic kid? Already you're <laughs> off to the bad stop. You're, you're already doing a bad thing. Like just, just do cool stuff with predators they've done it just read the comics and i feel like i feel like shane black never read any of the comics he just was like i wrote oh, the first he, one know, i know how predators go he didn't write the first one did he shane he was black? Just in it yeah really he didn't write predator one no i'm pretty sure no he's just i think it? john Mc... yeah i'm pretty sure he was just in it at a time to the internet predator he, um, i didn't mind the predator i thought the predator was cool i thought it was it was like you said about predators i know that you don't like the kid and i agree with you that was stupid but i think that there was a lot of good in that that the previous sequels did not have i think it was better than predators it was definitely better than both uh avps we've done was, a whole episode fun. where i hate that movie and no i know you hate it i like I hate it. that I movie the predator is terrible it. it was terrible it had it had no reason being had no reason. Writer, there was a Jim, lot in it that I did like. Jim Thomas and John Thomas. Okay. For Predator 1? Yeah. People I've never heard of. I the probably Thomas should Brothers. have. That's embarrassing. The Thomas Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Shane Black's just in it. Um, well, I don't know why they let him write that other movie then. <laughs> if you're in a movie, sucked. they let you write a sequel. You're allowed to. Oh. It doesn't necessarily get made, but if you write a good one. Well, it looks like the original Brothers... Uh, they wrote Predator Hunting Grounds, the video game. Um, oh, they get credit for characters. Never mind. I hate that. Oh. That's one of those things. It's yeah. very hard to find out who did what because it's like Alien versus Predator Requiem. I'm like, did they write that? No, they're credited for characters. Oh, well, Crazy. then they didn't write it. Don't tell them. Like, I get it. You have to credit them and like have the chain of like who did what. But like, I don't, don't need call to see it writing. That. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to see it on IMDb. <sighs> <laughs> no, the Predators suck. Stop it. When you create a character, I'm going to remind you of that. Right. And you steal it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to call it whatever you call it, Matt's version. It's like if you call it like Super Guy, I'm going to be like Super Guy, Matt's version. <laughs> Matt's no version. Credit to, no credit to the character creator. Oh, man. Well, we could talk Predator all day. I know we could. We could just do a Predator podcast. Dump, dump this launch pad shit. Well, just I'm do Predators do, You know, Marvel has the rights now because Dark Horse had the rights forever. Marvel now has the rights to Aliens and Predator. I believe they have an Alien book, Alien or Aliens book that's coming out. Yeah. Something is holding, there's been some sort of problem with Predator. Um, Steve, for what it's worth, Steve explained to me that a lot of these 80s movies 
their rights are now up for grabs because of the way that the contracts are done back then. Yep. They lasted for a certain number of years. So all these movies, the rights are up for grabs. So now shit is in contention. So like those two brothers, the Thomas brothers specifically, he was saying are trying to get rights back. So it's holding up what Marvel can and cannot release. Yeah. Um, well, and it'll it's be the same thing. Like Friday the 13th is in a horrible right, exa- battle. Same thing. Same exact and thing. It's, yeah. It's, what what does the studio owe the people who created it and the people who created it feel that it should come back to them when the gray area of okay if i work for disney and i draw a little sketch right and they're like oh we like that little mouse sketch you did mind if we make a cartoon oh it'd be an honor if we made that cartoon and then mickey mouse is like a fucking billion dollar business and the guy i mean i know walt disney drew mickey mouse but like say you were just an artist there. right 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 and they're like and then and then they go yeah, it's like whose property is that now and the, well and at the end of the day it's the company's property and that's kind of the shitty thing of how it works but then when right. like the rights start to go up and the people who technically wrote it or created it are like whoa 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 i want a piece of that and it gets sticky gets real gray area and sticky and people get mad about it but I don't know. Hopefully they figure it out because I want more predators and want them. Well, I'm interested to see Marvel's take on it because, you know, part of the reason I love Dark Horse was because people were getting fucked up and they were saying words like bitch. And I, as a kid, thought that was so cool. Now, as an almost 40 year old adult, I think it's so cool. So it'll be interesting to see if Marvel can can nut up and write, you know, a predator or draw write and draw a predator alien comic the way I want it done. But do you think we're talking about like the movies? Do you think that Marvel's going to be that hardcore? I don't know. I mean, they're as a label, they're not usually, but no, like, but like, are they going to be again? They keep trying to do like Marvel Max or something like that, and then they, that's what they should and, do is they should be yeah. Marvel Max Predator, Marvel Max Aliens. That would be pretty neat. That'd be pretty neat. But, but. I don't want well, like look. We've all fantasized about Wolverine <laughs> fighting a predator. I don't don't muddy it. Please don't muddy it. Don't have Spider Man fight a predator like. We've all dreamed about it, but don't muddy it up. We've done an episode about it. <laughs> I know, and it would be awesome, but like it's 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 a, it's like one of those things. As, as a much one as, shot, as one or two issues, it would be fine. But I also I don't want that to be what the predator is in your universe. Uh, again, and it's like it's the same reason why I don't really love Batman in the Justice League world because Batman only works right. when Superman doesn't exist. Because when Superman exists, we don't need Batman. Like it, it just negates. <laughs> It just negates it. And, and you know, Marvel, I think, did a better job, like, making Spider-Man have a place in the world where the Avengers exist or X-Men. Sure. But, like, we don't need X-Men and the Avengers. Like, <laughs> well, they can't like, be everywhere. I'm just saying. Keep, keep There's a some, lot going on. Keep, keep some of your, like, I don't want to, oh, God, I just don't want to be in a world where on Yaucha Prime, like... <laughs> <laughs> the predators are like hey there's a place called disneyland we should go there just to hang out just to spend the day riding ride like i don't want them to be in the same world as me i want it to be a separate world where yauches and aliens exist and it's not muddied by like i don't need ellen ripley to have a spider-man poster on her wall for me to be happy with what marvel's doing i, I wouldn't care if that was the case if the book was good if i was reading you know, the Cold War-esque where I was reading a story where I was like, this is awesome. Like, I guess the best comic book is one that you read and you're like, this would be a bitching movie just yeah. as is. Use this as the storyboard for the film. And there's like, we've talked about a bunch of them today, right? Aliens vs. Predator. That book was fucking perfect. perfect. That would be just, just as is. You don't have to yeah. change. I mean, I understand that there's production. You got to like, you know, making fucking alien Rontos is going to be hard. I get it. But like. When you read that, you're like, there's nothing in this story that should get cut and there's nothing missing from it that should get put in. Yeah. You know, and they do. And you're like, look, um, if Marvel could write a story like that, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if there's a Spider-Man poster in it. I don't want it to include Spider-Man. I don't want it to be about Spider-Man. I don't want every other issue to be a team up, but or a fight. Oh, man, because I can just see it right now. Like they see a predator. And Captain America's like, I don't like predators, and they fight, but then they team up just so they can fight some xenomorphs, and you're just like, like, look, it could be done well. I'm not saying it can't be done well. I'm just saying, if you break that dam, there's no putting it back together. I agree. Yeah, I agree. 
But even like, like I think that's gonna if the if the rights thing gets settled, I think that's gonna happen to a certain extent. But I just want to see what Marvel does with its Predator story. What's your first Predator story gonna be? What's your second? Yeah. Take. I hopefully it, it's not an ongoing series that just jumps into superhero shit. But I want to see what stories they do. I hope they could do a cool story. Well, and are they beholden to Prometheus? Because I know for a minute the comic books like had to acknowledge that Prometheus existed and like went into that ah. yeah. Uh, so you're going to have to so do that. Stupid. And it's like, well, and I mean, I'm sure there's somebody from the late 80s, early 90s who's like, RoboCop should never meet a Predator, a, a, a Terminator. I hate that the Terminators and RoboCop are teaming up in this, fighting each other in this comic book. And then you read it and you're like, oh, it's fucking dope. That's great. Yeah, that, was, that was an awesome story. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's actually great. But like, I don't think they could ever be content with a one-off that was good. They would they would have to do it until it wasn't good because I think yeah that's, that's just, probably true I think that's, that's the, just that's any industry though right any storytelling industry is like that comics movies video games when it's a business as big as Marvel yeah I think they just have yeah, to yeah, do yeah. it until it's not good and then they kill everybody and they reboot it as some sort of special event and they do it every ten years <laughs> 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 oh my god it's wild though man um, but this has been fun. Yeah, this, we did a whole issue on what have you been reading, huh? Yeah, we did a whole thing about just comic books, and it's my microphone's like being weird. Stop touching it, Rumi. There, I made it. Good again. Um, yeah, you guys. Oh yeah, nice. How good? You guys, you guys should read Predators. You guys should read a Department of Truth. You guys should read. Uh, Alien vs. Predator. Get that omnibus. Do it. What have you guys been reading, though? Are there any, like, what are your favorite? Tell us your favorite aliens and your favorite Predator stories. Yeah. Hit us up Whether with some of that. Whether it's movies or comics. Yeah. yeah. I love or if this. you're one of those seven people that read the novels, there's a couple novels that were based yeah. on the comics. So if you've read those, Alien like, Genocide uh, I would rather is a novel. imagine them myself. I, I'm looking up here. Alien Genocide is a novel. Oh, they're all, all, almost all of them are novels. I had a bunch of novels when I was little. You I guys, not, re, you guys, yeah, I, I don't want to see the pictures. I was too busy reading the expanded universe of Star Wars. I was reading the Grand <laughs> Grand Animal Throne. Heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire. <laughs> Trusa Bakura. Yeah, man. <laughs> I read it. That was the first Star Wars novel I ever read. Yeah. Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which isn't canon because Luke has the hots for his sister and it gets a little awkward. All right. Trusa Bakura starts with him trying i think it's wedge he tries to save wedge by sticking his lightsaber out the proton torpedo tube and wedge grabs on his lightsaber and like it's pulled into the x-wing do you remember that no i don't remember go to, that go to protontube.com it's <laughs> like there's a scene guys do you remember that there's a scene where he sticks his hand like he's in an x-wing and it's after the death star 2 battle and he tries to save another another pilot and it has something to do with like that person grabs onto his lightsaber and it like fucks their hand up but it helps them get into the ship and i remember as a kid being like i have two major problems with that how did you get your hand out of your x-wing number one and number two how did your lightsaber how were you able to grab that somehow even yeah. if it chopped your fingers up how did that not cut right like how, like, I guess it's like you gently grab a sword and if someone pulls you over with a sword, your hands would be cut, but you could still grab a sword. I guess it was making that point. Wait, like you're saying he actually grabbed the hot lightsaber part of yes, it? Yes, yes. At True Sipakora. That was the huh. one with the big like bird looking reptile alien people, right? Yeah, it, yeah. They have like the little yep. blue raptors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. the fuck they were. Yeah. yeah. Go to lightsaberhand.com. I'll, I'll have to look that up. I do not remember. I I barely remember any of them. But like, yeah, the, the, anything that Timothy Zahn was re writing at the time, I read that shit. See, I didn't read that until... I read that one as a kid and maybe one or two others. I read The Young Jedi or what was it called? There was a series that was like Vader's Glove and Jedi Apprentice. I read that series. It was, yeah. a, it was a young adult series, which was awesome. Yeah. And then Mara Jade I didn't shows read any up. of the big kids one. I love you, Mara Jade. Yeah, I didn't read. I only read her in the. She's in the Timothy Zahn trilogy, right? Yeah, she yeah. is she in the first one. I read that. Was like, mm -hmm. huh? Wookies, Wookies have claws, so they can climb trees. Okay. I mean, they were good. I just liked more Star Wars stuff, but then they got stupid, and then, you know. Yeah, I didn't they, read most of them. And then, like when Death Star, like it just it was it just always turned into more Death Star stuff, which was like, yeah, it ugh. is. I read a trilogy about um, Darth Bane. I think yeah, it was like about that was interesting, but like. 
just what I would think it would be. Nothing spectacular. Not bad, but nothing spectacular. Don't read any of those. They've retconned that crap anyway. So everything that I read was a waste of time and worthless and will never be true again. <laughs> All my years of knowledge. I didn't think, about that. I didn't oh. think about that. If you read a story that another story then another story then like eliminates that story, you've wasted your time by reading. I mean, we're not reading anything that's true, but you're reading something that now is not even fake true. Yeah, not even fake truth. The balls, the balls on Disney to be like everything you guys read, not true. <laughs> Fuck that. We'll 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 Psych. cherry pick. Yeah, we'll cherry pick the shit that we like. I mean, we'll get Grand Admiral Thrawn in there. His blue ass. He's coming up for sure. <laughs> we like that. And people are like, whoa. Does that mean the Timothy Zahn trilogy is true? And they're like, no, no. Do not give your hopes up, nerds. crazy old sorcerer. Yeah. No, <laughs> you nerds. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely not going to be the case. What What were these creatures? The blue lizard things were called the Shizuruks. S-I-R-U-U-K. They negated the force. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but they like wanted to like upload your minds into computers and shit. I don't know, man. It's wild. Timothy Zahn did not write Truth of Bakura, though. That was Kathy Tears. Yeah. We should ask her, what makes you think that someone could grab a lightsaber? I mean, I guess you could. Although it's light. The problem is that it's light. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I can see if you were drowning and the only thing I had to give you was my sword. You might, as opposed to drowning, you might want to grab my sword, even though it was razor sharp, double bladed. But they and it showed it. It's up. like hotter than the sun and can cut through anything. Well, I feel it's also like light. Me, so like, is there a solid to... aspect of it? I think forget there's... about how hot it is. Is it solid? You, you know what I mean? It's light, lightsaber. Presumably it it's not to be traditional light. They whack things with it. Some things give it but, resistance to cut through. Oh yeah, you're right. Cause it doesn't cut through everything. Right. And I mean, even when it, it is cutting through anything, it takes them a minute. Like, there's a moment where, like, it's harder to cut through some things Not than others. Not battle droids. Not battle droids. Yeah, no, yeah, battle droid doors. But, like, you know, there's times where, you know, not your son's hand, but, like, there's times where I feel like there is, <laughs> I mean, they can clash <laughs> against each other, so there's got to be something there to give resistance. But, but is again, that, oh, that's interesting. I feel Does like if I touched some, it with my like hands, it'd be like physical? me touching lava. Like, it'd be like, whoop, there goes my finger. Oh, there goes my hand. Oh, there's my wrist. So like, you're saying, e oh, oh, so I guess mass, right? Mass is the scientific term we're talking about here. Sure. Lava has mass. It is a thing. It has mass. It has weight. It's a physical thing. Mm -hmm. But if you were to touch it, your hand would be demolished, right? Yeah. I couldn't grab it. What did he? Yeah. By the time he grabbed it, like his fingers would just be like, and it's like, oh, oh, nothing to hold on to. I was, I got it. Oh, I don't got it. Are you trying to look it up now? I think, I think it's going to be one of those things that Timothy Zahn says, but that's been retconned. And now they're like, stop asking questions, nerd. <laughs> did you, what did you look? What was your search term for this? <laughs> Wedge grab lightsaber truce Bacora. <laughs> Did that deliver a result? Wait, I'm going to do it too. I mean, I, I got some stuff here. I think it is. Yeah. Luke rescues him using his lightsaber. At Truce of Bakura. See, this is bizarre. Hmm. I don't know. There's a lot going on here, man. But let us know how many lightsabers you guys have grabbed and survived. <laughs> um, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, launchpadpod.com. Watch us on YouTube. You can see us Google how did Wedge grab a fucking lightsaber. Yeah, like a and if anybody, of yeah, if you guys are watching this episode, you will have noticed at one point my headphones fell off and disconnected from the cord. And Rumi, like a pro, just kept talking so that you guys didn't know that that happened. But if you were watching the YouTube, you saw me scramble. The saw the panic, but I saw it happen. I saw it happen and like a fucking pro. I was like, keep vamping, Rumi. Keep vamping. I hope that was vamping. a good story you were telling because I still don't know what you were jibber-jabbering about. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... Uh, I was just commenting on on how how many search items would have to return and how many things I would have to read about something that isn't even real. It was never real to begin with, but isn't real now, especially since Disney has yeah, conned it all. Less real. <sighs> Rumi, let's blast this thing. Up. Let's blast this thing off before I disconnect my mic one more time. You ready? We're the Rocketeers, and we are out. Ignition sequence start. Six. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.